you in the service industry? Bartender, server, stripper, cook? Welcome home. Welcome home. This is In The Biz. We keep the world moving. And nobody knows us like us. Like us. This show is about sharing our experiences and teaching people about the ins and outs of the service industry, helping people navigate it to make some extra cash. Along the way, we'll interview the best in the biz. Welcome to In The Biz. Now, here's your host, Tani Mujiqua. Here with my friend, Rob. Rob, how are you doing today? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Let me actually get you on camera over here. Be one second here, having some technical difficulties. And Rob, uh, when you're introducing yourself, let me ask, like, how do you introduce yourself? Like you're meeting someone for the first time. How exactly do you go about doing it? Uh, you know what? I actually really struggle with that. <clears throat> uh, like when I'm with my wife's friends or I meet somebody new, what do you do? And I'm like, um, I'm an inventor. I'm a businessman. I'm a captain. Like I just do so much stuff. It's just hard to <laughs> hard, hard to say. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> no, no, hundred so, percent. I ask you that because I am terrible at it. Whenever I'm with different groups of people, it's almost like an awkward. You know, I don't exactly know how to even get started. So I was curious to see how you do it. Yeah, I'm totally awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, Rob, clearly you're out of the industry and you're working on some really cool stuff that we're going to get into. Um, let me ask you this. Well, let me let me start. What is it that you do right now? Let's start with that. And we'll kind of backtrack a little bit. So right now I have two to three things going on. I invented a product called Million Dollar Collar. So uh, think collar stay, except nine inches long and it goes down the front of your shirt. So when you wear a shirt without a tie and you want it to look nice and crisp all day long, Million Dollar Collar is structure uh, for the front of the shirt. Nice. So I also have a company called Go Tylus, and we are just about to release our shirt that I call the ultimate service industry shirt. Um, so it's a stain and wrinkle resistant shirt with million dollar collar built in, white or black to start. Um, it should be extra small to like a 3XL in slim and standard, so a really wide range of sizes. Um, and they're like 40 bucks, so nice. really, really uh, well-priced and it's something that you can wear for work and, and wear all day long and have your collar look amazing. So that, and I still have my yacht charter business in Los Angeles that I, I manage. I've got captains and crew and stuff that run it out there. Holy moly, Rob, you make me feel very lazy, bro. Wow. <laughs> the fact that you're doing all that. I heard yacht in the background. Well, uh, tell me about your history though. Like, um, as far as, did you go to college, Rob? I went to college. I went to University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. I graduated nice. in four years with a marketing degree and worked full-time throughout college. What was the uh, game plan originally um, as far as taking marketing? Did you have like a, an idea that you were going to take this route that you ended up in or is it kind of go with it type deal? So um, originally I was going to be an architect and I was also a very competitive soccer player. So UWM had a great soccer team and the number two architecture school in the country. Oh, win-win. Uh, so very, very competitive and I'm not the best at school. So, and I actually went to meet with my dad's architect and he said, he was just here the other day and he said, why weren't you an architect? I said, because I met with your architect and he said, <laughs> long hours, high stress, low pay, don't do it. And I said, well, <laughs> sold you on the dream. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a little awesome. late now, but um, anyways, that school was insanely uh, uh, competitive, and I would have never made it. 
grades-wise. So um, I switched over to marketing. I had a bunch of friends in marketing. And my dad owned his own business. My aunt and uncles owned businesses. And so I just felt like marketing was probably a, a good degree to get, uh, knowing that I'd probably end up doing something on my own, if not working for my dad or doing my own thing. Absolutely. Now, throughout this time, I know you said you were working. Now, your history in the biz, you, you've been a busser, a barback, and a bartender. Is that correct? Busser, barback, and security. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, what time period? Um, well, I guess, you know, amongst all the things that you had going on, what time period was it when you were um, working? Well, let's start off with the barback then. Let's, let's start with that. So my, well, my very first job was at uh, Summerfest in Milwaukee, which is the world's largest music festival. And so I just was at the front counter handing over pizzas, you know, $15 an hour at this little Italian uh, nice, 15 restaurant. An hour. And then I went to, um, not $15 an hour, 15 years old, sorry. Oh, I was like, um, that's great back then. <laughs> <laughs> like eight bucks, eight, it was like seven or eight bucks an hour. Um, but yeah, I went, ended up going to work at the restaurant after, you know, working all the festivals all summer long. Um, and then I bar backed, um, just through college and out after college and, um, you know, bartended and just did stuff like that. Which one did you like the most out of the three? Uh, bartending is, is fun. You know, it's, it's more social and oddly of all the times when I was a bartender, I was not drinking. Really? Weird. Yeah. Do you not drink uh, until this day? Oh, no, no, I drink, I drink. <laughs> He's like, oh, just, no, 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 I, I definitely do. <laughs> I have a drink or two here. when I was bartending, I was like on a sober run or something. It was weird. Oh, man. Now, let me ask, how did you fall into um, the idea for the Million Dollar Caller? Because I won't lie, sometimes I'll hang out with my friends and we'll brainstorm some ideas that seem like a great idea at the time. But actually getting it off the ground, like how, what's the mentality there? Like how, how do you even know where to start to build something like that? So the idea came on my wedding day. If you look over my shoulder here, it's a actual photo from our wedding. That's um, awesome. That's a brand new, freshly pressed Express 1MX shirt, um, 30 minutes old. And I didn't even say I do. And it was just a sloppy, crumbled mess. And <laughs> oh, just no. Always drove me nuts because I hated wearing ties. And so I came home from Jamaica. I cut open a shirt and I just shoved a piece of cardboard down this part. I was always like, this, this is the part that makes me crazy. Like this needs to be symmetrical. This needs to have some structure. So I just cut a shirt open and shoved some cardboard down it. I knew cardboard wasn't going to be the main fix, but, uh, so I tried every plastic in my house, milk cartons and mini blinds, (laughs) cutting boards. And I just kept testing stuff and ruining shirts and, you know, testing designs and, you know, it's just one thing after another. I never invented anything before. I've come up with ideas, like you said. You know, you're like, oh, this could be a good thing. I've never really pushed through. Um, but I had the full support uh, of my wife, and she said, you know, go for it if you think this is something. Um, so we started, you know, testing. We started searching the Internet to see if there's anything like it. And then we ended up hiring an attorney, and they did a, a patent search, and then that's how we got into that process. And uh how does that work? I've always been curious as far as like a patent search. Um, how do you even know like what to look up? Or is it just like attorney, take care of that. You'll figure it out kind of because I, I don't know. It yeah, just feels so like I, I wouldn't even know where to I start. I started with just Google searching and, and, and you can go to the USPTO, the US, US mm-hmm. Patent and Trademark Office. You can go to their website and just search around a little bit. But it's about $1,500, $2,000 to have a, pat, a, a patent attorney do like a deep dive to see if you know, there's anything else like it out there. 
uh, and there was nothing. So we just kept pursuing it. And I'll tell you what, if once you start that process, it is multi-thousand dollar checks monthly for uh, the rest of your life. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. I have over six figures into this patent. Oh, it's, man. Uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Well, it's glad to see it. Uh, I'm assuming it's starting to pay off now, though, right? Yeah, you know, we're reaching uh, almost a million dollars in revenue. Nice. Uh, so we've got awesome. 40,000 customers and um, all over the world. And, you know, it's it's getting legs. I think this Ultimate Service Industry shirt is a big push for us. Absolutely. Uh, we've been trying to license the technology. We got back to Express and we were talking to them and they were really close to doing a deal. And then COVID and all kinds of other stuff hit. And so... You know what? Uh, I'm not one to sit back and wait for something to happen. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just make our own shirt and figure it out. Absolutely. So we're trying to figure out making our own shirt. Absolutely. And I'm terrible with marketing. So I'm curious about this question. It's a bit of a selfish one for myself. How do you even go about, um, well, first of all, how do you identify like your target market, right? Because obviously you're saying it's a service shirt. So do you just approach different restaurants? Like what was your initial game plan as far as like marketing to, I guess, people in the service industry? Um, honestly, the shirt's not even out yet. So I, we haven't gone that far yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have a, had a lot of communications with people in the industry. We're in a group called ASI, which is, uh, the ad specialties. So ultimately our real goal is to target those guys who have the relationships with the big restaurants, with the big bars and the hotels, and just say, look, we've got this option that if your hotel or your customer is ready to ditch the tie and still wants to look great all day, we've got a great option for you. So that's kind of the marketing that we're going to go after. Nice. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> now, as far um, I'm just so I like to buy express shirts, right? There are these little tabs in there. It's not quite the same as that, right? Like, um, right, I'm not sure if you've had an express. Day. That's a collar so stay. Okay. Is, yep. Collar stays there. And this yours, part of the shirt's called the placket. But nobody knows what a placket is. So I was about to say, how far down does the placket go? Because yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So a placket is an opening on a garment that helps you get in and out of it. So down the front of the shirt, your your fly on your jeans is considered a placket. Ah. Um, even on the sleeves, this part would technically be part of the placket. Absolutely. Um, but... So it, it's technically what would be a placket stay versus a collar stay. Mm -hmm. But since nobody knows what a placket is, we just called it million dollar collar. Absolutely. And I'm definitely not the first show that you've been on. I heard pretty recently you were on this other show. Um, I don't want to butcher the name. Something billion, billion, what was it called? Billion dollar idea. Yeah, it just aired. Our episode just aired on Fox Business. Sweet. Um, it's with Ben Weiss from the founder of Buy. Nice. And. Um, yeah, it was really, really exciting. Came out to the house and uh, it was a really amazing experience. Yeah. Oh man. How do, how do people go out, uh, check out the interview? Just type, I'm assuming just type it on YouTube maybe. Yeah. I'd look up billion dollar idea. We'll, we'll, um, hack it all up and get it. Uh, so something easy to, for people to watch. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, they pitch it as shark tank meets project runway. So kind of a contestant competitive based versus, and also, you know, you're pitching a business. So Absolutely. It's really fun. So what do you say to that service employee, right? That's been thinking about trying to sell something online because in the industry, I've come across a bunch of people that have actually been looking to do it. Like what advice would you give them to, first of all, see if it's a good idea. And second, um, to be able to just be persistent and just like go for it. Well, you have to be passionate about the idea. I mean, there's times when I am absolutely questioning my life decisions <laughs> and, uh, when I, because I believe so much in the product and I love what I've created so much. It's, it, 
it helps to push through those times or the days when I look back and I'm like, I'm making 30 cents an hour trying to make this, this dream come true. Um, those are the times when you have to be passionate about the idea and not just, you know, in it for the cash. Absolutely. And so I started, you know, playing with it and I would talk to all my buddies and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? We here, they would start donating their shirts. So I was able to get shirts to test. I've ruined almost a hundred shirts figuring this out because I never wanted to sell you my product you know, and ruin your brand new $70 express shirt. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't have a $2 product that ruins a $70 shirt. That's bad math. That's, that's bad business. So, Absolutely. Uh, I never wanted to be in that position. So I really, really took my time to make sure that it was perfected before we went to market. Absolutely. Now you do have a quote here and it says, I firmly believe everyone should work in the service industry for at least six months. What did you mean by that? You know, I go out to dinner with people and they're like rude and demanding and I just, or they don't tip at least 20%. Like that drives me insane. And it just tells me that they never had to experience what it's like to be on the other side. And I just feel like if everybody was in the service industry for at least six months, you'd have a different perspective on life and you might treat other people like I am probably nicer to our UPS driver and our mailman and you know, we've got a pest control guy. Like I'm nicer to those guys than I probably am to anybody else. <laughs> Absolutely. I understand what they're going like. They're just out doing a job and I don't know. I just did it for so long that um, it just resonates with me. Absolutely. Do you think there's any skills that you developed um, that have kind of translate to help you to be so successful and be able to do all the things that you've done as far as um, working in the industry? Do you think there are any skills that you developed there that have helped? Uh, believe it or not, I'm pretty introverted and, um, no way. Yeah. I'm really shy. Once I get an introduction, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, if I go to a bar by myself or you know, if I'm traveling, I'll probably go into there and leave, you know, by myself and not have had much of a conversation with anybody. But, uh, being in the industry and being a bartender, it's like, it forced me to, Hey, how you doing? Like engage in conversation and try to you know, get people interested and have, have a good time and make sure that, you know, people are having a good you know, experience. So whether it was sales or bartending or security or anything, you know, it's just, it's interacting with people. And it helped me get out of my shell a little bit. Absolutely. Now that's one thing I've actually never done before is do security. How, how was that experience? I mean, how long did yeah. you uh, do it for? <laughs> I, I didn't do it for very long, okay. like six months or something or a year, but um, we, I worked at this bar called Kelly's bleachers and we literally had like a $2 tab or a $2, like, like fee to get in. Yeah. And it was just to kind of keep some of the riffraff out, but I, I got punched in the face one time and uh, that was about it for me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, I've got two more questions here for you, right? First one is, do you ever worry someone's going to steal your idea? I know you went through the whole patent, you know, process. Uh, do you ever worry about that? And if someone did, like, what would be the process of, I guess, uh, not counteracting it, but kind of fighting it or even suing them or whatever, like, you know, to be able to. So I found out later that the patent, as expensive as it is, is actually uh, can be a revenue source. And it is. So if somebody does, um, you know, try to impede on my patent. Um, we sue them, they pay us. If they continue to want to produce a rev, you know, the product, then they, they would pay us a royalty. So, um, it's scary because it will be expensive. Um, 
But if somebody's knocking me off, it means I've broken into something that people see the, the future in and the potential in. And uh, I think that just reaffirms that I'm doing the right thing. Absolutely. They do say, let me not mess up the quote, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery or form something like that. Yeah. Someone yeah, said something like that. that. <laughs> now, before I ask my last question over here, Rob, I want to give you the opportunity to let people know where they can find you and what should they, uh, what they should be on the lookout for uh, with some of the products that you have coming out. So yeah, we have two companies, basically. It's Million Dollar Collar and Go Tieless, the first shirt designed to be worn without a tie. Uh, so you can find um, basically our, our industry shirt and our other branded shirts on Go Tieless. And then a Million Dollar Collar, we have just our stays, so you can buy them for your own shirts. We have a whole huge selection of Tommy Hilfiger and Calvin Klein and Ralph Lauren and, and a ton of branded shirts that you already know and love in sizes that you know <clears throat> with Million Dollar Collar already installed. So I've got a huge marketplace of that. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, then, so you have different brands yeah. that you have the uh, Million Dollar Collar. Oh, okay, that's really cool. Yeah, so I buy the shirts and uh, I install them and, and sell the shirt with it already done. Nice. I'm just looking for every possible way to get a customer to try my product. Because once you get it in one shirt, you look at your closet and you're like, well, I guess I gotta wear that shirt again. <laughs> I gotta wear that shirt again. I gotta wear that shirt again. So, um, yeah, and then we actually have a mail-in service. So we'll send you a, a shipping bag. You'll send us five shirts. We'll upgrade them, fold them, and send them back to you. It's like 75 bucks for five shirts. Um, so those are the ways. We're on uh, Instagram, mostly active on uh, the Million Dollar Collar page. But as this new shirt comes out, we'll fire up Go Tylus again. And we, we came out right before COVID, sold out 85% uh, of our inventory. And then wow, that's awesome. Made. So. Really great feedback. It's the really great clean shirts with just a little bit of contrast. So it's fun. Absolutely. I lied. I'm going to throw one more question in there. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years, Rob? Oh, God. Uh, you know, uh, the, the goal has been always to license this to a big brand. Uh, and if we can't do that, then I'm going to make a shirt that makes so much noise in the marketplace that we're going to get bought out by somebody else. And nice. So, uh, I, I just keep pushing and pushing and, uh, you know, nudging the bear and hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll turn around sooner or later and make me a nice big offer. Oh man, that's awesome. All right. My last question to you, Rob is what advice would you give to, let's call him little Billy that is in the service industry right now, probably bar backing like you did. And he's thinking of pursuing a dream kind of like you're doing and actually making some noise in any market. What advice would you give him? Uh, like I said before, number one, be passionate. Uh, but two, you know, if it solves a problem for you, you know, hopefully it's a problem for somebody else. And so talk to people, talk to friends. People get too nervous early on about, you know, non-disclosure and, and try not to, you know, have somebody else steal my idea. Ah, it happens so rarely. I mean, your friends are probably not going to be the ones that are going to steal your idea. My wife's come up with some great ideas. We're talking to friends about them right away. And it's just like, you know, get that feedback. Otherwise you could be spinning your wheels for nothing and, and, you know, miss out on a, a reason why your product won't work early on and save yourself a lot of time and agony. Absolutely. Rob, it was a pleasure to have you on here. I actually uh, took a lot of notes. I'm going to be in, implementing some of these things. So if I do make it big, I will definitely give you your credit. Appreciate it. If anybody's got any questions, feel free to reach out on rob at milliondollarcollar.com. Awesome. Rob, it's been a pleasure. This has been in the biz. Yeah.